Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Yo, and welcome into the show. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to uh, talk forever, basically. How to be able to speak to anyone you meet have a conversation that goes on forever, just like they've been a long-lost friend that you haven't talked to, do's and not to do, specifically about holding a conversation. Now, there's a lot that goes into holding a conversation that's actually interesting and not creepy to other people. Most of that involves uh, body language, which we will not be covering for the most part on this episode. If you are having problems just getting into conversations, i.e. people already seem disinterested from the jump. It's got nothing to do with what you say, and you're probably digging yourself in a hole with either fashion, aka your clothes are sloppy or too big, B, you don't take care of yourself and it looks likely, obviously, or C, uh, you just have bad body language, the rest of it's fine, you probably just need to stand up straight, put a big-ass smile on your face before approaching people, and that tends to make a difference. However, not talking about that in this episode. This is about how to hold a conversation. So with that, let's get started. So this is going to be um, as attraction neutral as I can make it. So this is not a specific how to uh, pick up someone you're interested in podcast episode. This is really just a general conversational tactics type thing. If you're trying to make guy friends and new friends or at a conference, whatever. How do you not be stuck on the wall, but actually make meaningful connections with people you just met and hopefully be able to follow up on those to see if these are the type of people that you want to screen into your social circle. So let's start with a mindset tip, actually two mindset tips. Mindset tip one, number one is do not take any sort of bad, and by bad I mean negative, angry, uh, depressed, lingering sort of resentment from a previous conversation into a new conversation this person isn't going to stop to think about oh maybe they've had a bad day maybe i should give them some time to remove the resting bitch face or the resting scowl whatever the fuck you want to call it from their face instead you're just going to trigger people's flight or fight responses which obviously you don't want when you're trying to make social connections the person in front of you deserves the best that you have to bring when it comes to a conversation. So don't go carrying that vibe with you. People can pick that up and it's going to make it almost impossible for you to dig your way out of the social dynamics hole that you put yourself in. Uh, no matter how fucking interesting your conversation is because people just aren't going to give you uh, the time of day. And tip two is don't make it mean more than it does, which is frankly nothing. People put all of this, I don't want to be rejected, I want to seem interesting pressure on themselves that you don't do with your friends, that you have these long flowing conversations where you move from topic to topic and there's no logical reason for why you moved from basketball to video games to something that was on TV to some girl you guys saw last week 
to a back to TV again, right? Like there's no logical thing behind it, but you also don't need the conversation to mean anything. You're just vibing and having a good time. That same sort of, I'm just going to walk up to this person and see what happens mindset is going to make it easier for you to find things to talk about. When everything has to be a home run, it is going to put a lot of pressure and stress on yourself and meeting someone new is already a stressful situation. You don't want to add on top of that because you don't need to be the most interesting person in the world. You just really need to be 5-10% better than the last person that they talked to or what they're used to as far as dealing with social dynamics, people's engagement into a conversation for them to really remember uh, that your conversation was different, which is what you want. Now let's talk about some tactical things here with names. Names can be really hard to remember. I'm very good with faces myself and it takes effort for me to really remember a person's name and the more names that we juggle uh, at one time. Like, hey, if someone introduces you to eight people, um, I make a joke right off the jump. Hey man, I'm a tribe, but I may not remember all of your names. If you put it out there as a joke, people tend to sort of get it. But a trick that I like to use is that if you already know someone who has the same name, tie that person back to them and also make them repeat it, especially if this is one person introducing you to another friend of theirs, or if you just walked up to somebody, they're like, hi, my name is John. And you're like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that for me one more time? My name is John. Hey, John, my name is Eric. And then when I'm just shaking John's hand or, you know, high-fiving or whatever, a cheers, there's a friendly banter at the start of a conversation. But I want to repeat whatever the hell their name is. If I can find a way to make it rhyme, I'll do that. If I know somebody with the same name, I'll tie it back to that. Celebrity things work too. Whatever you can do to try to repeat their name about five or six times when you first meet them is going to really help stick that into your head. Just like in the How to Win Friends and Influence People book, some of these things are a little old school, but a couple of these are real life because they are rooted in principle is that to a person, their name is going to be the sweetest sound that they've ever heard. Now that's from the book. But remembering someone's name when the majority of people do not is going to elevate you and where you place in their mindset about how you made them feel, which is really what they're going to take away from any interaction anyway, is how you made them feel. So try to remember people's names whenever possible, and that's an easy way to do it. Okay, so now that we are sort of broken the ice here, you want to have, uh, let's call it a few pocket questions or depending on how conversational savvy you are, a anecdotal remark about something that's going on in the room. But please, for the love of God, unless it's actually a work-related function, do not lead with, so what do you do? Everyone has a canned response to what they do. And even if they love it, the majority of us are not working in things that we are really passionate about or frankly find that interesting. It may be you know, cool for you to do when you're fine doing it on a day-to-day -day basis, but how many times have you had this, so what do you do conversation? It's boring and isn't going to elevate you in their heads as far as um, being someone interesting, worth remembering, which is what you're looking for. 
Okay, so anecdotal comment about something that's been going on. If you have not been paying attention or just too nervous to think of something, remember when I said calm down, not that big of a deal, then you can go to current events. So yes, you're going to need to keep up with what's going on in the world or what's popular on TV in some sort of fashion to have these basic icebreakery type conversations with people. And yes, you have to start here. Even if you loved going deep in conversations with people that you just met, you can't do that without first establishing a baseline level of comfort. Everyone and their mom, oh, I hate small talk. I want to get right into the, the meaty stuff. That's just not how people work. It's really fucking awkward to roll up on someone and they're like, okay, what are your dreams are? Uh, right now, my dream is to get the fuck out of this conversation. That's too much for someone that I just met. And with, let I me mean, take your pick on any particular social media that you use all the time, but there is going to be someone who curates a lot of entertainment type things. You could follow a few different accounts, scroll through those, and have a basic, okay, this is what's going on in the world. And what you're looking for as far as a response when you've landed on a conversation that you could really sort of uh, dive into is not a they've done that same thing too. You want something that resonates on the same emotional level, which we'll get into, or you're just looking for them to make more than a standard remark. So if they're not fine, okay, cooling you, like if you're getting like one, two, three word responses they probably aren't fully engaged yet uh keep the big smile up they're probably just gauging if you're worth frankly interacting with and as long as you haven't been too standoffish in any of your early conversation topics now there's a time to polarize as much as possible uh really depends what you're looking for how much time do you have if you are looking to make friends you want to start off as neutral as possible and then uh, depending on the level of friendship you want to bring someone into, then you can dive into closer to who you are as a core type person conversations. Remember, not everyone is a friend and we need to go back to labeling people correctly. So you have coworkers, you have acquaintances, you have a network of people, people that you keep in touch with uh, so that like if one of you guys needs a favor, then it's not like, hey, I haven't talked to you in six years and you're asking me to do something. But these aren't people that, you know, need to know all of your political views because they're not in that level of closeness. You aren't sharing big personal problems with these people. You're just trying to make a surface level connection here. Now, the important part is once you get them to engage in the conversation, you want to A, reward the behavior uh, that you want to see more of, but B, do not question train people the reason you run out of shit to say is because you are so concerned about what you look that you aren't actually listening to the words that are coming out of their mouths do not respond to what someone else's answer for your question is with a another question and now a brief word from one of our sponsors audible hey so we have all heard that knowledge is power so if knowledge is power Access and the ability to digest that knowledge is a superpower. Uh, however, not all of us have time to sit and read at the end of the day 
in our busy lives full of hustle and bustle, we are always on the move and in the middle of working long hours, trying to get things done, working on side projects, or frankly, just taking care of yourself and your family, you may not have time to sit down and read. And that's why I love Audible. Audible allows you to take advantage of those transition moments like the gym, like your drive to work, like cooking, to install new knowledge that you did not have before to help take you from where you are now to where you want to be. There are thousands of titles available on Audible, including bestsellers like Ryan Holiday's The Obstacle is Away, Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman, and others. Start your 30-day trial today and your first book is free. Go to audibletrial.com slash truempodcast to get started. That's audibletrial, A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-L dot com slash true, T-R-U-E, mp podcast and now back to the show so what do i do if i can't ask a question to someone's answer to my question so you can do one of two things here the first thing is that if you want them to elaborate on whatever they said just repeat the last three to four words of their previous sentence with an upward inflection right at the end so they know it's a question Shout out to Chris Voss for that one, who is, uh, he's got a book called Never Split the Difference, which has some great uh, conversational tactics in it from the author's experience as a FBI hostage negotiator. But people will just elaborate on whatever they said or get down to what they really meant if you just repeat the last few words of what they said and then say nothing. Most people are so uncomfortable with a break in a conversation, even if it's not really a break, that they will just rush in to fill the space with more information, which will give you the chance to connect to whatever the emotion is behind the statement. And this is how you go from only connecting with people who are exactly like you to being able to connect with anyone because we all share these same types of emotion. Even if that emotion is, I don't really want to be here because I was dragged out by my spouse or this is a company required function. Uh, Just keep it light with those, right? You don't want to turn it into a bitch fest. But you can get people talking on those sorts of things because they understand that you are listening because you have connected to the emotional content of a conversation. Now, even if the conversation is a lighthearted sports thing, then the real vein of the conversation is entertainment. And you can try to link what they get out of sports. And this is even if you do not like sports to a certain activity where you get these same types of uh, basically emotional charges from. But it is possible to link freaking Magic the Gathering, which is a nerdy card game, to the competition and the thought process that goes into traditional jock sports right and that's not something that you would link the activities together but what people are striving to do in those arenas you can link those together Uh, easy example someone moving across the country comes up mid-conversation do not just comment back with oh why did you move you can but you want to stick a statement sentence in there somewhere so someone tells you that they just moved across the country like oh wow that's pretty brave or man i would never be able to do something like that if you haven't moved or if you have moved you could say hey i also moved from here because of xyz 
then you provide another question, which, okay, what got you to move? So you're not just question training here because you're providing information first. People are going to feel the need to reciprocate. And because you're willing to talk about yourself, you know, a, re a real person with a past and a history that's going to make someone else feel comfortable to do the same. You have to go first and you want to give the feeling you want other people to feel first. This is why as much as humanly possible, you do not want to take your negative, what was me, this previous conversation attempt did not go well, feelings into your next one because they're just going to snowball on top of each other. But the, the previous paying attention to what people are actually saying and responding in a conversation is only going to work if, and this is also from how to win friends and influence people is that you need to be genuinely interested in who they are as a person that makes it easier. Like the mindset stuff makes it so you don't have to self monitor your body language so often. Everybody wants a tactic. Here's what I here's Just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. But that is only going to get you so far. What really fixes your shit is that when you are coming from a different place, like so you're not being needy on the approach. Um, you just, hey, I'm open to what's going to happen here and we're just going to see. That type of mindset towards a conversation, towards talking to someone, that this is not a big deal, that we can figure out something to talk about. And if we don't match, I will move on to talk to someone else is going to cause you to relax, which is going to cause the other person to relax. If you're tensed up, they're going to tense up in response. You can't expect people to give you leeway when you are a new person trying to make a connection. And this is anywhere. People already have friends. Everyone's pretty much set in their ways. If you're going to break into a social circle, a new situation, you have to bring your best first. And once people get to know you, you know, then they'll give you some slack on if you're having a bad day or whatever. But when it comes to making new connections, the positivity is the way to go. Once you get your mindset right, you don't have to worry about monitoring. Hey, are my shoulders up and back? Do I have a smile on? Because you would just default to doing it. Anyway, you will find that if you stick to the question, statement, question, a sort of conversational framework, if you stick in that, eventually the person is going to loosen up a little bit where they'll be comfortable and then the conversation will flow more naturally. Um, from there, you'll find yourself getting into more conversations and then you can start screening these people in after the fact on whatever your objective is for the day. So if you're at a business conference and you want to make connections from XYZ company because you're targeting them for uh, whatever going forward, if you want to don't blow anybody off, every single person you meet is important because you don't know the influence that that person has on another person. But you will find, uh, especially if you're new to an area, new to an event, that once you make one good impression, uh, that person is going to be more likely to introduce you to who they know, which is more likely to get you to whoever it is that you want to meet. You know, Kevin Bacon, seven degrees of separation between you and anybody on the planet. And you might not even be that far from whoever it is you are trying to meet. All right. So and summary on how to talk forever. Uh, thing one, do not question train people. As in, ask question after question after question. If it feels like an interrogation, this conversation is 
over. Also, you're going to run out of the canned, aka uh, the stuff you have in your pocket, conversation topics because you're not actually present or physically in the conversation. You're just running through a checklist in your head without being involved in what's going on in front of you. You ask a question, that person is most likely going to respond with a statement. You reply with a statement about what it is they just said, and then you can either ask your next question, or since we're going to try to treat these people like friends, we dive deeper onto the current topic based on the content they gave you. When you aren't carrying the entirety of a conversation, you're going to find them much easier to have, which brings us to our next point. Do not put so much on any one conversation. There's always going to be another guy or girl, uh, whether you are hitting on them, or whether you're trying to get an introduction somewhere or whatnot. As long as you don't blow up what you're trying to do by being an ass, basically, even if you and somebody else don't click in a I want to hang out with you outside of work way, if as long as you're not fucking weird about it and you can exit a conversation politely, they'll at least remember that you had some social basics and that you're not a weirdo and that they will, you know, be fine introducing you somewhere else. So unless you're in a tiny village with not that many people your age range, and if you are, move, no any one singular conversation is going to make it or break it for you regardless of what you're trying to do. Now, you need to be genuinely interested, otherwise none of this matters. You don't practice on people for your benefit to practice. You want to practice on people, like I'm going out to have conversations, but I'm actually interested in what these people have to say, not what I can get out of this, this conversation. Like if you are working on certain things, like, hey, I really want to tighten up my ability to talk to strangers because when I go to work, I'm in sales or some out-facing position, and I know if I can get better at my introductions, then the rest of my conversations will go better. That's fine if you have a general goal, but you need to really be paying attention to what these people are saying because if you are only half-assing it, they will know it body language-wise. And once again, after that conversation, is over and emotional connections not the activity you don't need to have played baseball to understand why someone would like to play baseball if you've ever been in any competitive situation just relate it back to that you could talk about why they got into this particular lane of competition in the first place same with any sort of job uh, career vocation whatever there's an emotional reason why most people choose to do something and once you start connecting there, uh, instead of what the actual activity is, you're going to go much further and it's going to be a lot easier to have conversations with everybody because you're not trying to find a band or a college or some actual surface level activity you guys have done uh, to talk about. You can talk about anything because you've all experienced the same type of emotions. And if it's true that it's not what you know, it's who you know, or who knows you, however you want to uh, go with that, then your ability to make people feel comfortable and the ease in your ability to converse with people is going to pay dividends, not just for you personally, but for anybody in your life. Because what we're really talking about is how to connect socially 
and the tighter your bonds are, the more satisfied you're going to feel in life. And even if the only time you talk to a stranger is going to be for job interviews, well, I feel like it's pretty obvious that if people like you and you're able to come across better regardless of the field, in fact, I would say that the nerdier the field you're in, the better it will be for you if you can even hold a baseline level of conversation because the nerdier it is, the more that people cannot talk, which is going to be a competitive advantage for you. And you don't need to be the best, just need to be 5 to 10% better than the next fucking person to get what you want. And with that, I love you guys. Be good to each other. And I'll see you. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true t-r-u-e-m-p underscore podcast see you next time